to understanding what's your norm. Mm-hmm. You know, if your norm is or, or if your norm parents not in the same household or uh, your norm is aunts, uncles, you or families always having issues on how to dress. You know, there's so many different topics. Right. That's your norm. That's right. what you, we are a product of our environment. Right. And a lot of our environments are so stuck and struck with mental health. You know, it's something that I say with my clients all the time, just because you got crazy Uncle Joe in the basement or in the garage or in the backyard doesn't mean that he didn't need help. Right. And a lot of it comes from that type of scenario. Right. We come, we're used to people being, having issues and people not knowing how to address it. You know what they do? They brush under the rug and that's just, that becomes. So right. um, understanding mental health within itself is a major, major thing. And understanding, just talk about it. You know, how to talk about it is number one thing. A lot of us don't know how to do that. Right. A lot of people I'm here, everywhere, you know, adults are thinking that they rip off something was different for them, or they realize that they've had issues, or they realize they've been dealing with anxiety or depression, or even what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of self uh even with just marijuana you know mm-hmm. people self-medicate for so long that they used to seeing that so why would they think that's self-medicating right, you know right. that's been the norm for them to, to be able to normalize or feel comfortable in their own shoes because mm-hmm. to smoke to drink right and now it's been there too for so long to be right. able to do that so it's like understanding let's go to the me as a therapist I definitely like to get to the root of things sometimes, but a lot of times it's, it's not even that deep. Mm-hmm. It's something that have to address, and some therapist approaches are different. Mm-hmm. I feel we are part of our environment. We are we are who we are because of our childhood, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't even, their childhood, our memories are not what they are. Our memories are not, all, are not accurate mm-hmm. from our childhood. Right. So we can have these stories and these images in our mind from childhood and bring it to adulthood and we make it be valid for ourselves, but 90% of the time it's not accurate. Right. So I personally, my own personal professional approach is I deal with people for what they're dealing with now, right. you know, right. and let's, let's, let's go as deep as, okay, what was the thing? Let's figure out what a trigger is for you. Right. You know, it's not even about the diagnosing. That's another thing about mm-hmm. me. I, the diagnosis is there. But that doesn't cure anything. It is for you to understand some of the things that you you maybe categorize in or symptoms or whatever in mm-hmm. the diagnosis, but it's not to say once you figure that out, like a lot of people can't even handle their diagnosis sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just the broad sense of just the name, mm-hmm. bipolarism or right. or uh, anxiety or depression, even getting those terms, people are like, Oh, they don't even want to attack it because right. it's too much to deal with just the term itself. Right. Right. So Right. Personally, I feel, hey, let's jump on and see what's going on with you first and foremost, mm-hmm. and let's get there. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and attaching it, and um, attacking it in that sense, I think it's a comfortability for people. Mm-hmm. For you're not doing digging deep and what happened to you when you, you know, like I said, it's not because they don't get offended, but that's not everybody's approach. But for me, that's not my approach. Right. People deal with molestations and and abuse and all these things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Effective, mm-hmm. but that's not the first way. Me, I did and try to, you know, figure out and go from there. Understanding what mental health is, right? So let's break that down. What is like mental health? As a therapist, been doing this for years, over a decade. Like, you know, break that down, right? Like, what is really mental health? Um, how important 
you know, is our mental health and then how important is it to seek, you know, therapy, you know, for our mental health? Mental health is, is, is part of a, the diagnosis, diagnosing someone with a mental health disorder. Let's start there. Um, it's, it's, it's a chemical, it could be any form of a chemical imbalance in the brain starting and it can be as broad as, it could be as small as, you know, having some anxiety in your body starting from something that can be as broad as, you know, schizophrenia or, you know, different um, personality disorders that we hit, people don't have control over. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a huge, huge, broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding it in a smaller scale, starting with individuals is the best way to do because it's, it's too much to, to understand to that sense. But it's a disorder. It's, it's, a, it's a mental illness in the body. It's a chemical imbalance. More mm-hmm. mental illness, and it, it just it put it out there like mm-hmm. that. Um, but that is scary for people to hear it that way right. too, because people think, "Oh, something's wrong with me, or I'm right. crazy, or whatever." Right. And that's not the case, because right. everybody has some forms of it in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody has reactions to things like anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, from anxiety, but it's not something that you have to suffer from for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I suffered from anxiety. You know what I mean? Right, right. People suffer from depression. Some people are born with, you know, uh, depression. Mm-hmm. As far as um, having it be uh, major or just symptomatic or, I'm sorry, environmental or just for the time, something mm-hmm. that happened, you'd be depressed from. Right. People have sad if somebody passed away. Right. You know, you can have a stem from that for sometimes six months to a year, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mental illness diagnosis that a person can have at birth, personality disorders to that nature. That's a whole subsection of, of mental illness within itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that borderline personality disorder or um split personality disorder. So that is that's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that you're born with chemically. Right. Right. That's it. Okay. So you um, could be born with depression? Um so they it's it's known to say people can be born with depression that it can be genetically given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like depending on how you think. And it's so that's why it's so broad. I keep saying that. That's why I'm very mindful of how I speak because everybody don't agree with a lot of these things. Right. Um, not the mental health, but I was going to go into the addiction, mm-hmm. you know, being that addiction and having, having um, a family member or a parent, let me say, who can genetically pass down addiction mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say being genetically predisposed, you know, mm-hmm. I'm genetically predisposed. Mm-hmm. My father is a, you know, recovering addict. My sister's an addict, you know, and I come from that long line of it. Mm-hmm. And I that in my blood that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm very mindful in understanding how I need to move because of that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Right. You know, um, so, and, that, and I feel that's a lot with a lot of these diagnoses because addiction, substance abuse, that's still a mental health diagnosis, just like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. bipolar, all those things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons why I specialize in addiction. Mm-hmm. But it is something mm-hmm. that I agree that it can be passed down to you. Depression, mm-hmm. I can be passed down to you. Mm-hmm. And then got to do is throw in these, these environments. Mm-hmm. You know, the birth, you're, you're born into a household that has depression. Right. It had depression. So right. hmm, you were birthed from two parents that can be suffering from depression or anxiety. Right. Hmm. Why is that something that's not possible, but you can give someone dark hair and both your parents are dark hair or green eyes you right. know what i'm saying so why is it why is that not possible mm-hmm. that's a whole another conversation within itself right. but to answer that question i do feel yeah you can mm-hmm. be born with 
Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So what is the biggest issue in your profession um, that you see with us? Like what's the, like what's holding us back from Mm -hmm. seeking therapy, getting therapy? Because in our community, we think, oh, we get therapy. We crazy. Right. And it's like, we have that stigma of, oh, I'm not going to get therapy. But then meanwhile, we stressed out, we depressed, we got ulcers, we got fibroids, we got this, we got that. We suffer from anxiety. It's like, all these long lists of shit. And it's like, okay, well, if you just seek some help, speak to your therapist once a month, you know, once a week, like, you know, just checking in, um, you know, so what is like, what stops us from really, you know, seeking the help we need? Well, first of all, it's just not something that's normal, that has been normal for us. It's been such a taboo to even get help. Mm-hmm. You know, we are grew up, I'm sure everybody who's on here or know anyone, oh, you don't speak about nothing that goes on in my house to nobody. Right. You know, right. most of us was raised that way. So what you look like, oh, you better be careful when you go to this doctor, you better not be saying too much. You know what I right, mean? Right. So it's like, you don't, you, our culture wants us to take the things and, and, and heal or say you go to the doctor, you're going to get what you need, mm-hmm. but we going to about what we tell them, you know? Right. And that, this, that alone stops us for even moving forward to get therapy. Right. And then understanding that when your parents had issues, what did they do? But they ain't go to no, but they ain't go to a, a therapist or a doctor. They talk to their ass knuckles. But this is something that I bring up. We've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. The way of therapy that I use, like using art therapy and using, you know, nonverbal. This is why I went into this field because with art therapy, it's a way of nonverbally uh, being able to be nonverbal and still use use therapy, like mm-hmm. music and art and dance. You know, we have been using all these tools all of our lives. Uh, in our culture, but not knowing how to use them as therapeutic, you mm-hmm. know. Um, going back to your question, also just being comfortable. People don't like talking to people. Mm-hmm. People that they comfortable with. Right. People don't held accountable. Right. People don't like to to get to the bottom of things, but they want stuff to get better. Right. You know. Right. So realizing all these things on the forefront. And being able to accept and say, hey, well, maybe I need to, you know, go talk to someone. But you go talk to your best friend or you go talk to your sister. Or you go mm-hmm. complain. You want to vent. But then you also get mad because these people are not really listening to you because right. they want to do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, or, or they're trying to talk over you because they want to tell you the same stuff that they're going through. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just it's so many reasons. Um, just the comfortability, I think, is a major part of it. Mm-hmm. We're not comfortable mm-hmm. with talking. Right. Right, we, right. Like we've been taught that we shouldn't talk. We mm-hmm. got to keep our mouth shut. You can't even kiss now. I mean, well, it's better. I feel it's getting better now. But kids didn't even have a voice. You right. couldn't even talk. A lot right. of kids suffer from mental health, uh, suffer from uh, molestation and abuse, and they never was could, never talked about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you wasn't told you can't say shit anyway. Right. <laughs> what you look like speaking on something like that bad to you is that deep, and it goes back that far because mm-hmm. we are. Our environment we are our, we we are our child self mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right that's what we are. so you're not going to go out here and start talking to somebody about your deep dark secrets mm-hmm. or what you hurting from or you know i've been really smoking weed all the time because i can't sit still or you know people cut them it's so many different things that we suffer from in our culture mm-hmm. that people right a lot there's <laughs> a lot of things you know that we that we suffer from I- and 20 people up here right now, I guarantee you, half of them was molested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was. Four. Yeah, I was. Like, me too. So mm-hmm. it's like, it is so normal, but we don't talk about this stuff. Because mm-hmm. 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 we got to have more platforms mm-hmm. like this. Right. We got to 
things like this. Right. Right. And I just opened up my clinic and also put up my nonprofit for this reason. Right. My nonprofit helps people culture. Let's let, let's bring it on a software surface. But we also have a professional here and other people that's gonna help you heal. Mm-hmm. My my the name of my company, Vendamize Metamorphic Academies, mm-hmm. and my nonprofit and I wanna see that I was working for for years. It was uh it was with addiction and mental health, but it was more on a come as come because you want the help, mm-hmm. you know. I, I was there for six years, almost seven years, and I can count on probably my ten toes and fingers how many times I had black clients. Wow! Because people weren't coming in. Mm. But if it was, I worked in the worked for the city, and I was doing the intakes for driving and drinking. Oh, I would have plenty of black clients. Yeah, you know, yeah. just mm. be honest. Mm. But ones that's coming in for their own help with your own Medicaid, with your own insurance to get to the need. Wow. It was no. That's my experience, unfortunately. Wow. Another reason why I stepped out and mm-hmm. and doing it the way I'm doing my own private practice and nonprofit to be able to help our community, right. be able to culture and not in a sense of a oh you got to come here because you you it was court ordered or you got to come here because the doctor said you you might have some issues no because you want to come here because you want to I want to just help people learn themselves grow themselves mm-hmm. and teach other people to do the same right. you know and, and right. understand learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Learn learn your background learn your your family learn where you came from mm-hmm. and how to do your, your kids on group right because all we doing is it's just a cycle right. it's just it's right. just a cycle honestly i have a generation of drugs addicts and mental illness right. literally but if i didn't come aware of this and try to teach my children to see it to understand what it looks like and it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay but when we don't speak on it all they're doing is making it worse Right, right. I heard um a, a therapist one time say that let's just say a woman was molested at like ten. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, she doesn't grow from that ten year old girl until she heals from that. So we mm-hmm. literally got ten year old, fifty year old women like mm-hmm. that never healed. And then also too being in a relationship, it's like that little girl ends up coming out you know, in the relationship. And then it's like, damn, like, why can't I keep a man? Like a lot of women that are single, 50 years old, 40 years old, like, damn, why can't I keep a man? Why can't, you know, I have a man or, you know, why can't someone fall in love with me? And I think it's from the trauma, right? That we was molested at 10. You still that 10 year old little girl. So you still acting out, you know, as that 10 year old, you know, little girl. And it's like, damn, like (laughs) you got to heal that. Right. So, so can you speak on that a little bit? Yes, um, and and that's good because and I and I like to keep it. I like to keep it all the way behind because it goes both for men and women. A lot of people don't like to speak on the ways of men, but it's so worse. It's been it, it's been going on the same for them as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of young men or grown don't like to speak on it, which I get, you know, because right. it's way taboo for them. But when you're stuck at that, it, it's not even have to be any type of sexual. It can be just any type of physical abuse or even and talk too crazy mm-hmm. and come out all these things mm-hmm. make you feel like you don't have no voice mm-hmm. as a child anything mm-hmm. you can't no 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 ability to but so you're stuck in that even as an adult let's just keep it brought there like like you said abuse or uh, molestation verbal abuse you're stuck at that place mm-hmm. so when you these relationships mm-hmm. 
we get into these relationships and we don't even know how to have first of all let's look at the the platform of where we were our own parents mm. and you were already stuck as a child in an adult body not, how are you gonna learn how to be in a, how are you gonna deal with a relationship you don't mm. even know what a relationship wow this child who don't even who's who hasn't even been able to fathom the abuse it's been through to understand it then turn around and then you're trying to be in an adult relationship you you don't trust anyone you want to fight all the time you want to you know not feel secure it, it's so many different things because i'm guilty of it right. we all me too you know me too see, and everybody else we not even understand why you're the way you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. learning who you are right Right. And get healing past us because you're gonna be stuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're gonna be stuck in this place of like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This never find. You gonna keep attracting the same people. I can't never find nobody that want to. They first did it on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Right. But, it's it's crazy because when I heard that, I was like, no, like that don't make no sense. But then I started yeah. evaluating my own life, and I'm like, wait a minute. That might be some truth, you know, to that. It really may be some truth to me being molested at 10, 12 or whatever, and then never really growing mentally and emotionally because I was scared, right? Scared to even grow. And then, you know, me and my husband had this conversation a couple years ago. Like it took me a long time to like, just trust him, right? As my husband, like, you know, to heal, like it's not... It's not funny, man. Like for real. I'm not my husband wasn't molested, but he had his own shit, you know, that yeah. he was dealing with. And I got my own shit. Now we coming together trying to unpack all this stuff. It's a lot. Relationships are a lot. And if you don't get to the root cause of what's really stopping you from growing, because here's how I feel when in relationships, whether it's a friendship or you're married, you're engaged, you got a boyfriend, whatever, there has to be some type of growth. I don't want to be with somebody and all we doing is just partying all the time or we just having sex all the time. No, what's the goal? For real. How are we growing? How are we building an empire? How, you know, how, how, how is our friendship growing? And if our friendship is not growing, then what are we doing? Right? Then what are we truly doing? So even in friendships, you got to unpack shit. Right? So for me, my circle is very small. Like, I can't deal with a lot of people. Honestly, I'm not that you know, touchy feely type person. <laughs> like I really can't, um, you know, but at the same time too, it's like, we all got stuff, um, you know, that we can heal, you know, heal from. And then once we get to the root cause of it, it's like so many doors open up. Cause when I started going to therapy and my therapist started giving me all of these ideas and she started giving me all these tools, like to help me be a better mother, help me be a better wife. It was like, man, I should have got therapy when I was 14. Why well, I didn't get therapy when I was 16. Why well, I didn't get therapy when I was 21 years old? So I really, yeah, I'm really all for mental health in our community. Um, it's very, very key, you know, especially if you're trying to get married to somebody, you got a man. bunch of stuff to unpack and man. really you don't want to bring all that junk into your marriage, man. I'm telling you from experience, like I'm talking from experience. I've been married 13 years. I'm telling you guys from experience. And we can even go deeper than that. Even having a job. You can't even, if you're at a place of not being healed within yourself, I watched this girl on social media. I don't know. It was like, I can't even remember what, uh, what it was on, um, on Instagram one day, but she went in and she was just like saying all the things she didn't realize from her childhood that she didn't heal from that fucked her up as an adult. Mm -hmm. She said, 
realize that, you know, getting mad and walking out of, of a job when I see, because that's all I'm used to seeing my people do, or me not being able to understand that like, I have to have some sense of discipline or structure or something in my life in order to, like, follow. Like, oh, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to leave. Like, all these things she was talking about, you know, understanding your income, understanding breaking up in relationships or seeing people in your family do that right. and going into your own, like you're saying, gotten all this packed up shit that you done had since a child in childhood, and you think you're going to move into adult life? And they wonder why everybody divorce rates or even just relationship or you have a revolving door of people in your household mm-hmm. or in your bed or whatever. It all stands with, and, and it goes back. My my thing I've been on this past two months. Everything we do, you can't blame nobody but yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you start bringing to yourself, let's figure out, okay, now this is all on me. What the hell do I got to do to get this better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do I figure out how deep I got to go. Shoot, ain't even just going straight to saying I got to talk to a therapist. Mm-hmm. What do I need to figure out for myself? What is the next move for me? Right, right. Right, right. And if you was that molested little girl at 10 years old, you can't make no adult decision anyway. You know, let's talk, you know, you can't make a adult go. decision with a 10-year-old mind. <laughs> and then it and then even still, you on a defense. Your 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 body gonna answer. I was gonna say earlier. You're gonna automatically defend yourself. Right. You're gonna defend yourself. Right. So you're not gonna go straight to that thinking because mm-hmm. you could trying to you're trying to make sure you're protecting yourself. Right. So it's real deep. Right. It's real deep. These conversations need to be had, but people don't. You know, a lot of times, not even say they don't want to have them. They don't know how to have these mm-hmm. conversations. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really appreciate you doing this mm-hmm. um, and, and, mm-hmm. and opening these doors. And this is like I said. Why I even got into the field? I remember when I graduated from grad school, was going to take my exam and everything, and just preparing to actually move here to North Carolina. And I was at a, I was at a little party, or whatever, with with middle class and mm-hmm. established college degree. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I remember this guy asked me what I you know what what was my field that I was in, and I told him I'm a therapist. He was like, "What therapist?" I said, "What kind of therapist? Mental health, addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, I work in a psyche, whatever." He was like, "Ah." Shoot, I don't know what you did that for. Black folks don't get there. That's exactly why I'm doing this. Right. This is, this That's the reason you're doing it, right? Exactly why I did this because of what you just said right there. Right. 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 I mean, it's key. And even for my daughters, like my daughter's 20, she's in therapy. My 12 year old, I'm getting her into therapy. Right. And I don't want them to have that stigma of, oh, I ain't going to talk to nobody. I'm going to hold all my feelings in. And then once you hold all your feelings in, now you explode at 16 years old. You shooting up motherfucking Columbine. You shooting up the whole goddamn school. You killing your brother. You killing your. Oh, this is happening. Not because mm-hmm. it ain't on the news, not because it ain't on social media. This shit happens, right? I'm thinking it's to lay up with with my uh, to, to touch on my sisters and my. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Yeah. It happens. People don't like to. People don't like to uh, touch on it though. Mm-hmm. People don't like to. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's a it's a sad thing. Um, and once we understand and we get to the root of things, it's easier to unpack. And what I also realized, if you are suffering from trauma, if you're suffering from pain, you're suffering from hurt, you attract those same friends, you attract that same relationship, you attract that same type of job, you attract that same, uh, you know, environment. So it's like at the end of the day, like healing is a thing, man. (laughs) Healing is a thing that we need to do in the black community. Healing is a thing, man. 
everybody been through something. Everybody has issues and problems. Like even with money, right? Even with money, like there's people that have trauma with money. That's why they ain't never got none. They can't never seem to keep it. You give them a million dollars, they broke tomorrow, right? So that's also a part of trauma. Like we got to heal with our money, right? And our relationships, our heart, like everything, man. And it's so freaking key, guys. It's so freaking key. So tell people, um, Adriana, what are you, you know, currently doing? What are you currently working on? You know, how are you helping people? I don't know what happened to Jelani. I don't know what happened to her. Um, I put up, um, I put up, I, I sent it to her, but she never, I don't know if she looked at it. I don't know if she got busy, but, um, you know, tell people what you're doing, what you're currently doing. Um, you know, if people can hit you up, you know, can get like a, maybe a 15 minute free consultation on their problems and issues. Cause I'm sure, you know, people got problems and issues. It's going to go on my YouTube. It's going to stay on my Instagram and I'm actually recording it right now on my podcast. So tell people, you know, what you're currently, you know, doing and how people can definitely get in contact with you. So right now, um, as I mentioned earlier, I started my private practice. I moved away from contract. So I have my own location. It's called Metamorphic Espresso Studios here mm -hmm. in North Carolina. Um, I am doing uh, private in cash pay right now, but I also have my nonprofit, which is for the community that's created a community, which I'm allowing people to come in. Um, I have a team of five people okay. for open platform for people to come in and just be expressive. I want my space. My space is a safe space. I want people to just come and figure out what they need for themselves and start there. It's not even about, you know, coming in just to get therapy. Mm -hmm. It's coming in to have a safe space first and foremost, and let's touch on some things and see what we need. I have different programs that uh, people can come and assign up to, even if it's just myself and the other person or four or five people, I don't care. It's a platform mm -hmm. to allow this to start. And mm -hmm. like I said, my, my slogan is my love inspired is that somebody uh no Jane, okay. i don't know she didn't... um but so i'm here in durham mm -hmm. people can follow me on my um on my instagram page here my uh change of all page but i'll have um my nonprofit, which has been the minds metamorphic academies which... so type it type it in the, in the comments so That's people can see my, it. for my instagram yeah, type that um, in there. Make sure you guys follow her. This is a certified therapist. Been doing this over a decade. Um, I actually met her um, a couple months ago at an, a woman's event. Um, and I wouldn't have met her if I didn't go to, you know, that woman's event. We clicked. We vibed. Um, you know, and it's like, you know, now it's like, sis, you know, now we're going to be sisters for life. Like, for real. Um, I'm going to be referring people, you know, to her. Um, especially I have, you know, a lot of clients. Um, a lot of customers that definitely need mental health, um, you know, counseling or they need mental health, whatever it is. Right. You know, so at the end of the day, guys, like we got to keep this within us. Right. We got to keep this with us. And, you know, I mean, at the same time, friends, healing is a thing. Let's not just think I'm going to scroll on social media and I'm healed. No, healing takes time energy, money, effort, like for real, for real. Okay. It takes time to do, uh, you know, all of this stuff guys, but at the end of the day, you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start somewhere. If you know you bad with money, you know, you bad with relationships, you know, you bad with your children, you know, you bad with everything. It's like, what's the root cause of it? Right. What is the root cause of your problems? And, you know, we have therapy for that. Right. And, you know, another thing that I think people shy away from is like, oh, I don't want to pay money for therapists. 
Why not? You spend money on your wigs. Exactly why I started the nonprofit. I invested into this nonprofit for that reason because I don't want people to feel like they have to pay to get the help that they need. And even on the platform of going for the churches, you know, I'm I'm not going to even go deep on that. But people don't even feel comfortable going going to churches anymore to get those help, Mm -hmm. get that help. So it's like I wanted to have a location in a space where people can just start and just feel comfortable. You don't have to worry about paying anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I even will start doing consultations even via you know um, Zoom or Instagram or whatever. Just right. to, to meet with people and talk with them and just get them at a place of comfort or whatever they may need. Mm-hmm. So people can hit me up on my um, my social on my Bend the Minds okay. on Instagram and okay. we can go from there. Okay. And then for my private practice, that's a whole different approach, but it's still there. You know, I have both, and for because of my private practice is why I was able to you know invest into mm-hmm. this this nonprofit. Well, hello, okay. young lady. Hello, hello. Lady. Hey, you made it on. I just saw the message. I'm like, I thought we were meeting that square, but I forgot my... You guys is 12 is my 11. Oh. oh. We both forgot. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, oh. y'all East Coasters. That ain't me. I'm a central, but that's all right. Nonetheless, I just got out of the meeting, so I'm here. How you guys doing today? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So, we was just, you know, talking about, you know, mental health and the whole importance, um, you know, of it. So, definitely you on now. So, you're up. So you introduce yourself, tell people what you do, um, you know, and how important mental health is in our community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I am Jelenia, the um, therapist, Jelenia Logan, for those that don't know me. Um, I am pretty much exactly what my Instagram name says I am. I am a therapist, but that is just one of my primary passions. Um, I, um, have a therapy private practice. I also have worked at a not-for-profit, um, organization for the last year and a half almost. Um, and so pretty much just having a passion to expand mental health services, providing support, um, to people, you know, especially minorities, right? Those that, you know, are in certain populations where they don't have certain resources. Um, so making sure that we make that easily accessible, um, to them. I don't know about maybe where you guys are from, but from where I, I come from, um, the government, right, L- from a local standpoint, and I really want to say federal overall, they cut the funding for mental health almost a decade ago. And so um, with wow. that being said, a lot of programs for mental health services were cut out and people were not able to get the support that they needed, especially the minority population because of, you know, certain factors such as poverty, um, lack of support, you know, lack of resources. And a lot of people, they're trying to figure out, you know, how they going to eat, mm-hmm. let alone go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And so my job was to say, OK, you know what? I understand that mental health is wealth. I I learned that a long time ago in some of my own personal battles. And so I said, you know, if you can have a made up mind, you can do anything. And I tell people all the time, the mind is a uh, powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And so what I set out to do was to align myself with people that wanted to support mental health because I knew that mental health was one of the motivating tools to help people change what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 Yeah. So can you touch on how important with mental health it affects us in our childhood? Because Andrea was talking about how we could be born with depression. So can you talk about how, um, you know, mental health affects us as children going into adulthood? Um, absolutely. 
absolutely. So one thing I tell people, um, and I'm very transparent about this, even in therapy, right? Um, is that as therapists, we can be triggers because maybe sometimes we are getting you to address something that you've never addressed before, or maybe you have addressed it, but it's been a very long time. So it's like we're opening up some old wounds, but in, in the midst, it's like, okay, we want to help heal those wounds. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that sometimes is to go back, to dig a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, certain people have issues where a lot of, again, minority, you know, families and households, African-American and Hispanic, Latina, they don't talk about things, mm-hmm. right? We sweep things under the rug. You know, if, you know, being a, a molested as a child, right? Being abused, being neglected, being mm-hmm. abandoned. Mm-hmm. It was, I didn't know when mommy and daddy was coming back. If mommy and daddy was ever around because they was always working to provide. Right. And so trying to address that issue, it's like, oh, okay, this is why I can't have a healthy relationship because I'm afraid someone is always going to leave me or they're not going to be around. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not having trusting relationships. According to Erickson's theory, um, he talks about that first stage of life. Right. Where zero to one years old, there's that trust versus mistrust. And so if you have parents that are not present, right, mm. or they are very permissible as to the things that you're doing, of course, you're going to have this disconnect with people. Of course, you're going to, you know, have this distrust for people. Mm. You're always looking at people like, oh, what they going to do, what they got coming. Mm. And then when you add on, going back to my point about minorities specifically, especially African-Americans, you know, us coming from you know, 400 years of slavery, we have that mindset that, oh, okay, yeah, you know, no, we can't stick together, we can't work together, you know, something is, is going to happen, or some, always feeling like someone's out to get you, it develops into later adulthood paranoia, mm. right, or or uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, mm. post-traumatic stress disorder, because you got left, mm. right, or your mom was out working and you got molested. Wow. <laughs> so having to really talk about it, and that's, that's why we create therapy, because a lot of the times we're in denial. Mm. Oh, we go to church. We ain't mm. got to fix nothing. Right. 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 Church. Jesus is the reason. That fixes everything. But no, I literally, within the last couple years, while even my pastor talked about how he has to go to counseling. Mm. Church was not enough. Right. The pandemic likes to rip some people apart. The pandemic itself exposed the wounds. Because, oh, now you got to deal with folks in your household you don't even know if you like. wow that's crazy man i'm telling you i'm telling you this is like and like andrea was saying like this is conversations that need to be had i mean unfortunately um you know we shy away from it then we don't want to pay for it then it's like oh i'm crazy but if you was a little girl 10 years old being molested and you 50 now and that wound hasn't healed you still that 10 year old little girl Right. And if you had bad relationship with money at 10 years old, at 20 years old and you 50 years old, you still got bad relationships with money. Right. So it's like we really got to heal, guys. I want you to follow both of them. Follow both of them here on, um, you know, Instagram. Um, You know, they do consultations. Um, Andrea says she has a nonprofit, um, you know, where she had what you said, Andrea, about your nonprofit where people don't have to pay.
stigma or this 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 uh, this way that we think that we have. I'm not, the way that people may be brought up in their own homes, they are brought up, born into, you know, to understand what that is and make yourself be what you're supposed to be. And that's what my space is. And right. Like I was putting in there on my other Instagram, I got it on my computer, but it's my, my slogan is a place to learn, grow, and inspire. I just want people to know themselves. Right. Right, you know. right. Do you guys do family therapy? I've done family therapy. I promote, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, I'm not a family therapist, no, but I will do couples and family therapy, you know, individuals, that's my client, mm-hmm. but I don't approach that therapy, can even because it's, it's not something that I um, promote myself because that's not, not what I'm licensed to do per se, mm-hmm. just to see families, but I was, you know, talk to people in their family setting together husband wife whatever done that but i can't family care so. okay how about you how about you Jelena? Jelena? do you do the uh family? no i've seen families before but um kind of like what um adrian was saying no that's not my specialty um in my office uh we have um clinicians that do see families um but yeah, we more so see adults and adolescents, um, individuals and couples specific. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so for both of y'all, like, what's the most pressing need in our community? Mm. What is the most pressing need for our community, mental health wise, from your awareness. professional standpoint? I first say awareness. So go ahead, please. I, I would have to agree with um, Adrian. Awareness, but not just awareness, but attitude. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. It's the attitude that we have about mental yeah. health. Because no matter how much awareness we bring forth, until we change our attitudes. About it, yeah. mm. Wow. And it's not enough black therapists. That's, like, key, right? When I met you, I was like, y'all both therapists? Like, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, we don't have enough. And women at that. Mm-hmm. Enough black women therapists in our community. I mean, because I think, um, you know, men and women in our community suffer equally. Um, and I think that even getting married, um, me and my husband, we went to like marriage counseling, like to unpack you know, some of our, you know, some of our stuff. I mean, again, like Adrian was saying, you know, getting into a relationship and not understanding the dynamics, you know, of what your role is, you know, as a person, uh, you know, as an adult, you know, a kid trying to make adult, uh, you know, decisions is also a big problem and a big issue. And then people just say, oh, you know what? I'm not going to even go, you know, try to find somebody to be with. I'm going to just, you know, be by myself instead of saying, you know, let me go work on me. No, and then I'm going to attract that man, um, you know, or that woman that is going to, you know, complete me. I mean, again, you know, God put men and women on earth so that we all, you know, we could come together, reproduce, you know, build our empire. But instead, we really tearing each other down too much. Right. You know, we're bashing each other. Look on, you know, Instagram with this guy, Kevin Samuel. I hate his ass. Right. All he do is bash, you know, black women. He bashing all the time. And it's like. This is the wrong approach. Man. He got millions of followers. He got 20, 40, 50,000 people on his live at one time. And it's all these broken women. Literally, it's all these broken women asking a man <laughs> who's been married multiple times. <laughs> and it's like Kevin Samuels. I hate him. Like, I don't like the guy. Like, he's not, 
Like, I don't like him. I, I done heard, I done heard enough of his ass. For well, real. You know, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut y'all off. But I'm going to have, I wanted to hope everybody got my pin for um, my location. If they want to check my nonprofit, because I have to wrap it up. I have to head out somewhere shortly. Okay. Uh, but I know we're going to be doing this again. Yeah. We're going to be probably working on some podcast stuff. Tomorrow. Yeah. We yeah. Oh, you guys are doing a, a podcast, right? Say that again. You guys are going to start a podcast? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, guys, make sure you're following them because they're going to start a podcast and you guys definitely want to be on it. And if you guys know you got mental health issues, definitely inbox them, send them a message, um, get your consultation, get into the nonprofit. I mean, again, guys, this is something that we all need. This is not something that, oh, maybe I think about it. No, we all need it. And like Adriana said, we are born into trauma. As a black culture, we are born into trauma and we got to unpack this stuff now. And now is the time, guys. So any last words um, that you guys want to um, say? And I thank you guys for coming on, you know, spending your time, um, you know, to be here. People can reach out to me. That's all I want to say. Please do. Okay. Any yeah, last? Yeah. And I'm not the technology savvy one. So I just said, you know, for more information... Um, or if, if you know that you need services, or if you know somebody that needs services, uh, feel free to follow um, our other page. My business page is at Growth and Guidance Company, um, just just so that they have that information. We post stuff all the time, even if you don't need services, just if you want more information. Um, it's definitely things on that page as well to, you know, inform people about. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right, guys. All right, guys. Make sure you're following them here. Um, stay tuned for their podcast and I will do another live, um, you know, in the coming, you know, in the coming months, you know, on this, um, you know, and if someone wants to come on and have like a, maybe a session, you know, for like 15 minutes and to like kind of unpack some things then definitely this is where you need to be guys. So happy Friday, freedom Friday, guys go out and be great today. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye. All right. Bye guys. Why'd this thing go off?